welcome to The Insiders, Living in Isolation. I'm this week's host, Chris Sidney. Today we're talking with Sam Nicholson, who will tell us how COVID-19 and the quarantine has impacted his life and job. Sam's the director of Laguna United Football Club in South Orange County. All right, so here we go. So Sam, just uh, let the audience know, what is your job description and who do you work for? Yes, I'm the uh, director of coaching at Laguna United FC, which is a uh, youth soccer organization. We're soccer coaches. Obviously, I'm a soccer coach. Uh, the club is consisted of players from ages eight all the way to 18. So my role in the club is both as a coach and the director of the club, uh, where I handle the administrative, administrative items as well as direct field coaching uh, decision making as well. So um, kind of a two part thing for me. That's awesome. So. Now that we're in this uh, period of time dealing with quarantine and COVID-19, how has it affected your job and your routine as a director and coach for Laguna United? Yeah, I think straight off the bat, it's uh, the sort of daily schedule has certainly changed uh, in terms of um, the way we would uh, run a normal week. Uh, Laguna United would be, we start sessions at 4 o'clock, 4 p.m., and we'd run through to 9 p.m. So those 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 sessions are obviously have been offline, and, and, and we're not uh, running sessions on the field with our players and our teams. Coaches aren't on the field, so uh, automatically we've we've had to adjust that way. So from a, a daily uh, perspective, uh, everything has turned very much to virtual type training. Uh, maybe perhaps a different focus on the type of coaching that we're doing. Perhaps less of the physical activity and the physical physical training sessions that we run, and and we're now sort of plugging uh, the more mental side of the game. Um, so Zoom calls, these WebEx calls that we do, they're all kind of geared. Yes, we do some virtual training, but also to the mental and, and the tactical side of the game. That, yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of changed a large part of what we do, you know, just having to be away from the field. Um, there's obviously, in, in terms of how has it affected our job in the sort of longer term, things have become much more virtual. Uh, so social media has become very important. Emails, club communication, uh, those details are, are much more prevalent now uh, than when we're able to be on the field where we're, we're doing our communication face-to-face. Obviously, coach and the player, they need to have a, uh, have a relationship, a personal relationship, and, and obviously with our families too. And we, we're very much a, a community club where we stay connected with our families generally by, uh, by face-to-face. So it has changed in that sense. So we are just trying to send out and, and, and provide our families with as much uh, resources and, and opportunities as possible, but on the virtual front, um, whether it's training session plans, whether it's different videos, whether it's our own virtual training, whether it's the uh, team virtual training or club virtual training. So it has certainly changed the way that we run a daily routine or a, or a weekly routine in that perspective. Good. So I would take it it's not business as usual. And being a soccer coach and director, you normally get the kids away from the classroom which is meaning away from the environment that they were in for the entire day being in school. But now it seems like the kids are leaving one virtual classroom into another one. How has it affected them and what has been the response from the kids? Yeah, I think it's definitely not business as usual at all with this situation. As much as we have to adapt as coaches, boys and girls that we coach, um, they're affected also. And we have to be very, very mindful of that and aware of that. You know, their schedules have been completely thrown upside down, as is ours. But obviously, we, we're coaching and, and our commitment is to those players and individuals. So 
you do have to look at it slightly differently. And, and I think the way we try and engage with our players and families, that has to change. You know, what we, what we try to look at and what we try to do to try and bring them to, to a point where they are continuing to, to train, practice, develop, still getting the development that they need as soccer players, but try and make it a more personal add a personal element to it as well. And I think that's where these Zoom and WebEx calls come in to play a little bit more now is more on that side of things. It's also important that they have that social side. So those team team Zoom calls and team WebEx calls, sometimes it's just nice for the kids to see each other and have that communication via a team meeting, a team environment, and try and emulate as, as much as you can from a normal day-to-day training session that you might be in the middle of. So certainly not business as usual, but I think the prime focus has to be on the players and our, and our families and our, the commitment that we have to those individuals in the community. Good. So how has your staff been affected? Because for them, you go from coaching, these coaches are on the field, and they have been for most of their careers. And I know using your computer and doing stuff online is a part of the job. But it seems now that most of the job is online. How has the coaches responded? Yeah, I think soccer coaches, they, they coach because they love the game. I know that's the coaches, the staff that we have at Laguna. These guys coach because they love the game. They love the game. They, they enjoy being around the players that they have and their teams. But a big part of the game is obviously the physical element to it. And so obviously taking that away is completely does change that dynamic and it does change what takes away some of that, some of the items that we really, really enjoy. And that's being on the field, that's coaching our players, that, that's physically being active. So it has forced coaches to adapt slightly differently. Not everyone is great with technology. They have to adjust that way. Even the way communication is handed out, that can be different and that can take some time in adjusting as well. So from a, a living perspective, I do think coaches has uh, probably been the toughest part for them because they are used to being out on the field and being active and enjoying that side and then having to perhaps add to their skill set in, in terms of using technology, in terms of video work, in terms of coaching online and, and doing these calls. So it's been an adjustment for sure. They will tell you that they miss their players, their boys and girls, as much as they miss being on the field. So having that connection or continuing that connection is, is really important for them as well. And it's just a different way that we have to coach, a different way that we plan our sessions or plan the workload during the week. You know, hopefully they are hanging in there. But I think obviously the, the, the long-term goal is to get ourselves back on the field and be ready for it. So there's a lot that we can do in the meantime. And, and I think everyone's aware that that's what we're using this time for now is just to prepare ourselves for almost like a pre-season type of situation that we're in. That's good. Thanks, Sam. Now, I know we've talked about the coaches. We've talked about your role, your job as a director. And we've even talked about how the coaches have responded to this time and also the players. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. How has it been for you living in personal isolation? Yeah, it's, it's very different. Uh, it's certainly very different, different to what a normal, a normal day would have looked like for me on a normal week. You know, I'm, I'm generally out in the field six, seven days of the week, either running sessions, watching sessions, watching our teams play, coaching my own games with, with my own teams. So taking that out of the equation has certainly, certainly mixed things up uh, in that sense. A little bit of cabin fever in terms of being sat behind a desk and, and a laptop, putting in the hours that way. In terms of the hours, that hasn't changed. The work that we have to put in and the work that, that I do is it's the same. It's just a different type of workload in terms of focused around technology, focused around emails and communications and, and, and whatnot. So there is certainly a sense of missing being active and on the fields and, and, and outside. 
but again, it's just another adjustment that, that I've had to make and, and it's something that we know that's going to be temporary. So we just have to be patient and, and, and just work our way through it. So personally, I'm finding ways to try and interact and stay in communication and just do my job differently, different demand right now. So we just have to adapt and I've adapted that way in that sense. Good. So last question on, on a lighter note, we know we've, I've just mentioned about you living in isolation and how you adapted. Talk about how your family has adapted because you're married. So how have you and your wife adapted living with each other in the same space and working in the same space for the past, I think, 10 weeks? Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that was, that's only a more interesting one. My wife's a school psychologist. She has a lot of phone calls, a lot of Zoom calls, as you can imagine, just as, as seems to be the new norm for everyone these days. So we live in a, a small apartment, so sound and, and can travel pretty quick around here. So it's been interesting term, in terms of balancing off who's on what call and when. And, and luckily our timetables, Caitlin starts her, her calls very early in the morning and goes through to about mid-afternoon, early afternoon or late afternoon. And then my Zoom calls or team calls will start up in, in, in the evenings and whatnot. So we've managed to balance the space that we have. It's been nice also from a personal level just to be in the same apartment for, for a longer stretch of time with, with your wife and dog and whatnot. So that's been sort of a difference that, that we perhaps don't get with the opposite schedules that we normally live through during the week. So it's been an adjustment for sure. But again, as long as we've continued to commit to our work and do those items, it's uh, we found ways around managing the limited space and, and the technology side as well as enjoying the time that we have or that we've had more of together during the day and during the week. So it sounds like you're courting your wife again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, it, it does remind you of the simpler days where when we first met and whatnot, or when we, uh, when we first were at college and, and we had more time on our hands in, in that sense. So it does, yeah, it certainly is an adjustment there, but it's been great. It's been really nice through that route. Good. Well, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. It was a great interview. I hope you and your wife continue to enjoy each other in the space that you live in. Thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate it. All right. That was perfect. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for joining us. The Insiders, Living in Isolation. I'm Chris Sidney. Check back next week for an interview about living in social isolation in South Orange County.